0: You know, my mission for this podcast, my business, and even my life is to help my LGBTQ plus family turn their hurting into healing and their healing into happiness. With this podcast, I try to do that in a couple of ways. On Wednesdays, I produce what I call Table Talks. That's either solo episodes or me bringing in fabulous guests to talk about all types of subjects related to the community. On Friday, well, those are solo episodes, and I call those Bible Talks. That's just yours truly, sitting down with a bit of scripture, interpreting it as accurately as I possibly can, and then sharing some practical application for life. Now, two disclaimers, if I may, please. Number one, I am not a medical professional, nor am I a licensed therapist. If you need either of those services, please do consult a licensed professional. Disclaimer number two. The views expressed on this podcast are either those of myself or my guests, and they should be considered as such. So grab that cup of coffee, have a seat at my table, and let's chat on this episode of Coffee with Keith. Hello, friend, and welcome to Coffee with Keith. I'm your host, Keith Brown, and I am so very tickled that you have decided to listen to this Friday episode of the Coffee with Keith podcast, and this is a Bible Talks episode. Um, I just want to make sure, and I say this a lot, and I know you get tired of hearing it if you're a regular listener, but... If you haven't subscribed or followed the podcast, please just hit that button there, whatever platform you're on, and do so. Also, if you would please consider giving it a five star rating, an honest five star rating, if you like the program, that certainly helps us and it helps us reach more people. And you know, I we've got a message of love and care here that I want to get out to more people, and that's a good way that you can help me. Okay, all right. So having said that, one more thing I just want to quickly mention before I get to the text today: Um, if you haven't noticed. I put out a digital course, and it's a very affordable digital course, and it's called Endlet Journey. Now, most of my work and the emphasis of my business is on helping people deal with their trauma and coming out issues as part of the LGBTQ plus community. However, because of my deep theological and biblical studies background and because of the work that I have done and, and all that stuff, um, I decided— to try to offer a little bit of help to those who are deconstructing, whether they're in the community or not. And um, a lot of people are doing that. And a lot of people are made to feel guilty for deconstruction. Uh, deconstructing their faith. So let me just tell you straight up that you shouldn't feel guilty. You're not bad. You're not weird. It's okay. In fact, most people that really have a deep faith have done some form of deconstruction. In fact, it's a very historical perspective. The early fathers, the 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 reformers of the you know Martin Luther and John Calvin and Wesley and 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 uh, you know all these people did deconstruction at some level. So. It's okay, and you're okay. So, if you are doing that, I just wanted to offer you a little bit of help. I came out with a course that I call Inlet Journey, and I got the inspiration, as you know by now, if you follow the podcast or any of my social media, I am a beach boy by, you know, I am a beach boy. I was raised on the ocean, I surfed, I fished, I hung out on the beach all my life. And so, when I put together my coaching or my courses and stuff, I often tie them back to my beach home, and I use those metaphors and similes and stuff to to bring pictures to the material I'm trying to teach. So in this case, I was reminded of going fishing as a boy with my late father, and we would go through the inland waterway, and it was smooth sailing, sort of like our lives when we're raised up in a tradition. You know, we just assume that's the way it has to be when it comes to faith. But then we get to a point in our life when we begin to question And in my case with my dad, we wanted to get to the ocean because that's where the big fish were. That's where we wanted to really go after some game fish. But to get there, we had to go through the rough waters of the inlet. And that is the deconstruction journey. You've got to go through that middle ground, so to speak, to get to where you want to go. So with that in mind, I decided to give you a little bit of help or, you know, offer a little bit of help anyway. So I put together this course. It's called Inlet Journey. And it's a deconstruction guide to seven key theological topics. So if you can use that help, it will give you some help there. It's very affordable. You can find the link in the show notes. And basically, it's going to go over these topics. It's going to give you some definitions along the way. It's going to give you some historical perspectives and interpretations. And then it's going to give you some journal questions to answer as you ponder these for yourself. So it's called Inlet Journey. Hope you'll check it out. Now, let's move on and get to the business at hand today, which is looking at some scripture. And I titled this particular Bible Talks this way. What kind of God do you have? What kind of God do you have? And you're going to see where I'm going with that question in just a moment. And to get there, I want to look at a psalm. Now, remember the psalms are poems. They were uh, they were hymns at times. They they sang these psalms. They were part of their worship experience. There were lament psalms. There were praise songs. This one is is sort of a praise song to God. And I want you to hear it. Um, and then I want to talk just a little bit about it in a general way in relation to our world today. Okay, so here we go. Psalm 145, verses 8 through 9, and then I'm going to skip down to 14 through 21. The Lord is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made. The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desires of every living thing. The Lord is just in all his ways, and kind in all his doings. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. He fulfills the desire of all who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him. All the wicked he will destroy. My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord and all flesh will bless his holy name forever and ever. So you can see that this is an act of worship, it's an act of praise, it's an act of of speaking to God. It it sort of jumps from the third person to the, you know, directly to God's in in this text. So it's an interesting psalm, but the thing I want you to gather from it, and the thing I hope that you heard from it, was how good God is, how loving God is. How kind God is. And as I read that, I did see in verse 20 of this 145th Psalm, it says, um, The Lord watches all over all who love him, and then there's a, but all the wicked he will destroy. All right, so there's that one little line there, right? And it says that if you're not pursuing God or if you're not looking to God, if you're not loving God, then he's going to deal with you. But I looked at this psalm, and and I looked at it in perspective of what the overall feeling and discussion and picture of God is. And it's interesting that there's just one little snippet here. It talks about how God will destroy the wicked, whatever that truly means. And yet it falls in the context of all this wonderful acclamation to the love, compassion, and goodness and care of God. So as I begin to sit with that, and I let it just kind of simmer inside of me, I begin to think, you know, when I look at things today, when I look at my social media, for instance, and I'm trying to do that even less by looking mindlessly at all these, you know, TikToks and stuff like that, because truthfully, I've noticed that they can be very, you know, they can be a downer. But um, one of the things I've noticed is that, when it comes to things of god when when i get on an algorithm and they put me in a in a tendency to see things from certain people anybody that's talking about god and all this kind of stuff i often hear and see how god is a vindictive god and god is a strong god and god is a, a a righteous god and therefore he will you know throw you in the pits of hell and god will Beat you down and God will destroy you and God will this and God will that. And there's just so much wrath and anger in people's hurts and people's hearts and people's feelings when it comes to the God of their understanding. Uh, to use a little phrase that my buddy Midge Noble uses on our Gay with God podcast. The, gay, the the God of their understanding seems to be a God of anger, a God of hatred, a God of of negative a god who is trying to destroy everybody and yet when i look at a psalm like this it points and pictures to a god that it's anything but that to me it pictures a god that that is caring a god that's loving a god that is providing a god that is directing a god that is helping sure we all are You know, we all make mistakes. We all do bad things. We all, none of us live up to the great potential that we have to serve and please God and love God. We're human, right? I am human and I have human frailties, just like you. But I still have to believe that my God is a God of compassion, love, and forgiveness and grace. If I don't have that kind of God, then this is just me. If I can't see God that way, then do I really want to love and serve a God? If I look at God like he is this one that's that's ready to gotcha, 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 to destroy me, to you know, harm me, kill me, whatever the case may be, does that make me want to follow? No. And yet, when I look at my world today, the world around me, and I, and I listen to people, even when I am out and about in my town, in my cities, I hear so much bitterness and so much wrath when people speak of God. And that's just my observation. And I don't know about you, but I need a God who loves me. I need a God who cares about me. I need a God who wants to help me. What about you? And, again, what type of God do you have? Heal your hurts, move your mountains, and may God truly bless you. Bye-bye, my friend. Well, there you go, my friend, this episode of Coffee with Keith. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening. Now, please stick around. One more announcement I want to give you. God bless you. See you next time.